The following is brought to you in association with and from a proud partner of the Shining Wizards Network. Entertainment here. This is Radioactive Metal, your source for news, views, tunes, and interviews. Here are your hosts, Snowy, Rock, Kareen, and Aaron. What's up, everyone? Welcome to a Black Friday episode of Radioactive Metal. This is episode 759, and I'm Snowy White. And this is Aaron, and dear listeners, this post-Halloween episode is brought to you by the fine folks at True Call Coffee, T-R-V-E-K-V-L-T-Coffee.com. Halloween has just ended as we record this. It is November 2nd. Feliz Dio de los Muertos, mi amigos. Right? We've, we've got so many great holidays going on. And if you don't get on the True Cult Coffee mailing list, you're going to miss out on the Krampus Roast. Every year this thing sells out. Mm-hmm. It's a hot thing. So I am telling you, go to truecallcoffee.com. At the bare minimum, get on the mailing list because you don't want to miss out on the Krampus Roast. Even if you're like, but I don't drink coffee. Neither do I. But I know people who love coffee and I know people that would be completely get the willies if I gave them a bag of Krampus (laughs) Roast. So at the very least, give the gift of fantastic coffee and the best office gag gift ever at the same time. Right? Oh, yeah. I never even thought of that. Because, Great I mean, idea. like, if, if you have, like, an office party, uh, almost everybody in, in the office drinks coffee. Like, I'm the weirdo that doesn't. But if you got all these people to drink coffee, then you get the Krampus roast, and they're like, oh, right, this is from Snowy. <laughs> this is from Aaron, you know, like they'll already uh-huh. know, but then they'll mm-hmm. try and be like, Hey, where'd you get that coffee? Because sure. It's got crazy artwork because it's metal, but <laughs> it's really good coffee guys. Like I tell you this all the time. I'm not a coffee drinker. I tried it. I'm like, Oh, I actually enjoy this. Like if I drink coffee, I will drink true call coffee because that's, that's the stuff. And I drink mine black. Mm-hmm. Like my heart. 
But true cult costume. I love it when you try to sound evil. I try. I try. You know, T R V E K V L T Coffee dot com. Possess yourself a cup today, mi amigo. Feliz día de los muertos. How's it going? Oh, not bad. Not not bad. Like 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 you said, as we speak, this is a Thursday night. Okay, we normally do this earlier in the week so we can get it out by Friday morning, but unfortunately, due to schedules and just life and Halloween and all that, everything is kind of going to be pushed back for a day. So I want to just kind of apologize in advance. Um, how was your uh, how was your Halloween, my friend? Dude. We had a lovely time, and and I was thinking, especially like in regards to this show, like what a great time for metalheads, right? So October first hits. I mean, let's be honest. For you and me, it's like you know August thirty first, September first. We're already starting, but for the rest of the world, October first hits, and that's when all of us metalheads all of a sudden look like normal people. <laughs> yeah right uh-huh. because everybody starts getting a little bit of spooky stuff out all this sort of stuff and i have a friend who's um you know after many many years truly finding herself and embracing herself and she's um like i guess she calls herself a recovering catholic and <laughs> i can't remember that's a she's new one like, she's pagan buddhist wiccan i think i think she's wiccan and buddhism um, but she's really embracing it and, and we're, you know, chatting about this. She's like, yeah, today, Halloween, the day when, um, you know, everybody's gonna be like, wow, I love your costume. And I'll just be thinking, this is what I wear every Tuesday. You know? What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. So, it, you know, it's, it's just, man, it's, it's a great time. And so we've got Halloween. Then we have um, All Saints Day, Catholic holiday. And I, I, I honestly don't know if the other Christian religions um, celebrate that. I think saints are really a mostly Catholic thing. But then you also have All Souls Day. And All Souls Day ties in with Dio de los Muertos and the Day of the Dead. And that's, I believe, and you know, if, if I'm getting this wrong, somebody please correct me, right? But I believe it's a Mexican holiday. But I'm not sure how it comes about because I know Mexico is a huge Catholic faith country. And mm-hmm. so I don't know if Dia de los Muertos was part of, you know, the native um, Mexicans, right? If, if I'm saying the right thing there, before Spain um, colonized, invaded, whatever we want to call it, you know, but before Spain came over. So I don't know if, if that's how that happened and then the holidays commingled. But Day of the Dead is one of those things. It's It's basically like... It's like Halloween light. Like you're still exchanging candy, but you're thinking of your loved ones that have passed. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's really it's one of those things where I'm like, that's something I need to start like getting my family to celebrate is Dia de los Muertos. You know, where where we really take that time to think about everybody that has left us, you know, once once a year. You know, I mean, not that we're not thinking about mother times, but just really, you know, re- really really think about it and do it up and have fun. Mm-hmm. You know, I got I I got to pat myself on the back there oh, yeah? because okay, like like I'm I'm up here in the Great White North. I've heard that. Okay, our second language is actually French, but when you're talking 
Muertos de la Mort and all that. I'm like, that's I I, I understood that. Well, you know, and and I think that's thankfully because I believe it's Spanish, Italian, and French are considered the love languages and also the vulgar Latin. So they had their uh, roots in Latin and that's kind of where language branches out over in Europe. Um, so if you know French, you kind of know Spanish and you kind of know Italian and, and, you know, vice versa. Right. You right. know, just, not, well, not everything is, is a, is a one-to-one, but it's pretty close. Yeah. And I think we probably as a society, okay. Like I already know in Canada, Okay, we know, like, we, if, if you're not bilingual, okay, you at least are pretty well versed in French, even more than you might know. And I think just due to pop culture, movies, TV, you know, even pro wrestling and all that with the, with the, uh, with the Spanish wrestlers and all that, we, we probably know a lot more Spanish up here than we give ourselves credit for. Yeah. You know, so yeah, it's 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 always good. It, 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 it's always cool. Um, my Halloween, okay, like we, I got stuff in my metal fix, kind of leading up to Halloween, but the very day itself, okay, we never really had a lot going on, unfortunately. Okay, the kids in my neighborhood. Okay, well, first of all. We were always going to and taking our daughter around my parents' neighborhood, the neighborhood that I grew up in. We'd go over there to have dinner with them, give out, I would give out candies to the kids and, and our daughter would trick or treat in that neighborhood. But with the loss of my parents over the last, you know, five, five years now, we've been doing this at our place and for some reason i don't know what it is but the kids they're just they just i don't know what it is it's just maybe the excitement of halloween or whatever and it's 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 not all kids uh, okay but it's definitely the older ones they can be rude obnoxious really yeah you have american trick-or-treaters up there we we must <laughs> we must so is is so that a thing we, maybe it's um you know Americans like to trick or treat in Winnipeg yeah yeah they come up from North Dakota just just to hit my neighborhood yeah see North Dakotans yeah. they're that, that's pretty salt of the earth people like I don't know how much time you spent in the Dakotas but you know it, it's it's not that's not a place I would think you'd find a lot of entitled people. Um, yeah, it's, it's Canada light there. You know, they have to put up with a lot of shit that we do as well. And a lot of stereotypes. I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure like some people in, in Florida, California, Arizona, Texas, probably think that people in North Dakota live in igloos or <laughs> they I mean, do. That's what I figured you lived in. But not North Dakota. Well, <laughs> I'm sure they get just as bad of a rap as as we do. So, yeah, this this Halloween, you know, instead of going out, you know, maybe do a Halloween party, which I kind of did the night before. We just, as soon as we got home from work, we just 
shut the light off and just I had to finish up my um, October <clears throat> horror movie challenge. By the time the 31st came around, I had to watch movies 30 and 31. And I just got them in on that day. So everyone that was kind of waiting with bated breath to see if once again Snowy pulled it off, I can, you know, I can say mission accomplished. And I hope everyone has uh, been following us on our um, on our Facebook because I've been sharing the titles you know, as, as, as I was watching. So hopefully, you know, everyone was enjoying that. Um, the day itself, Halloween, and you're going to get a kick out of this. Yeah. Okay. One of the managers at work, like we're a shared facility, two different companies, but we, the two companies kind of interact with one another because it's, it's, it's all under one roof. And, that company keeps trying to recruit me to go to cross the warehouse and work for them, which is, thank you. I appreciate that. You know, it's always a nice feeling. Well, one of their managers, he had this really cool hat on for Halloween. It was like a, the, the character, it was like a character um, hat kind of dangling off top. Uh, off to the side this this manager comes up to me and he goes snowy he used my real name though no one calls me snowy at work Weirdos. please please tell me you know which character is sitting on my head because so far and i've asked i've asked a whole bunch of people here so far only two people know who this is and i looked at his his hat and i said well it's animal from the Muppets, duh. <laughs> you know, he's like, yes, you got it. I said, I'm going to do you one further. That is animal, the drummer for Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem. <laughs> oh, there we go. Uh, uh, there we go. <laughs> I knew you'd want to hear that. I knew you'd be proud of me. Now, scored, ex ex scored extra points. Did you ask him if he's wearing the hat from Nostalgia or because he watched the Electric Mayhem show on Disney Plus and loved it as much uh, as, as we have? I, sh I should have. He, he had to get back to what he was doing, but I should have asked that. So I find I it funny that. that people aren't recognizing Animal, but yet my son dressed up as Grimace and everybody recognized Grimace. Like all ages, not just people our age. Yeah, no, I wow. I couldn't believe that myself. It's like, especially the older people. Yeah. You know, like, how do you not? Okay, now I understand we have a lot of, you know, immigrants from East, from, from India that haven't been in the country for as, as, as long as we have. But we also have a lot of people that born and raised. And our age that grew up with the Muppets and all that. It's like, yeah, why do you? Of course it's Animal. How do you not know that? Oh, and the Muppets really haven't gone away. No, they haven't. You know, like they, they've they're still done movies recently. There's still stuff going on mm -hmm. Disney Plus. Like the, yeah, the Muppets I, really haven't gone away. I bought a Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem t-shirt at Hot Topic of all places just a couple weeks ago. So nice. Hey. Yeah, yeah. 
I should, I should probably wear that out tonight if I make it. Like I said, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a long night. Actually, no, no, I haven't, I, I haven't got to this yet. Um, as you said, it's Thursday, November second. Thirsty Thursdays. Now he's going drinking. Thirsty, thirsty Thursday. Yeah, I'm turning this into Saturday night here. I got the fireball shots going here in my Friday the thirteenth. Um, shot glass in my Ozzy Osbourne mug in my um, Halloween um, container that I'm using for ice and all that. So yeah, I'm starting my uh, my Saturday night here, shall we say, hanging with you and all of these beautiful people listening. And I'm hoping that I don't run out of gas because it's been a long day. Because Suicide Silence and Chelsea Grin are in town tonight. Nice. Man. So, yeah. So I got people at the Park Theater waiting for their cool Uncle Snowy to show up tonight. Like I said, hopefully I will um, be able to make it. Before we kind of get on with the grunt here, as my dad would say, we got a couple birthdays here coming up today as we speak. Okay, because we're both big fans of this young lady, a Canadian, a good Canadian girl, but it's Catherine Isabel's birthday today. What? Oh, happy birthday, Catherine. Mm -hmm. Man, Mm -hmm. from Ginger Snaps to almost every show that I enjoyed and didn't (laughs) even realize she was in until later. Mm -hmm. Like, it it wasn't until I saw the order and I'm like, who? is this woman like i just adore her in that like the character she plays is just fantastic and i start looking her up i'm like oh my goodness i've been watching all her movies for years wow she's a great like that's when it's really a great actress when you've seen her so many times but you don't remember because it's a different Mm. character and she's in the character into the character for sure for sure that's what i like about um tv shows Okay, that don't have the names and all that because it gives it a little more reality to it. Yeah. Like her role in Ginger Snaps, which is all one of my all-time favorite movies for sure. Okay, and yeah, it's about a werewolf and all that, but just the way they pulled it off, yeah, and the way it was shot and the story, it made you think like this. This is real, <laughs> you know, because there was no huge name. And well, now, ever since that movie, like big fan of Catherine Isabel, of course. Oh, yeah. You and should go check out. Um, it, it's the perfect, perfect, like fun family movie for this time of year is called Spooky House. And she's in it. It's probably around the same time as Ginger Snaps, because I think she's around that age. Um, But essentially it's about this magician and a bunch of kids trying to rob this magician and it just does not go according to their plan. And it's, Uh, it's fun. It's, it's a, it's a fun story. It's a cute, sappy story. It's, I, I really enjoyed it. And, you know, it was one of those times where I'm like, Oh my goodness, that's Catherine Isbell. Like, yeah, I just I just cannot get over how many movies I had seen her in before I finally started realizing it was her. <laughs> yeah, and if nobody here's watched The Order yet, 
You need to go watch the order. Yes, yes. And ginger snaps, particularly the first one, oh, yeah. is is vital. It's it's absolutely vital. But I know all of our astute listeners already have ginger snaps. They've got it memorized. My daughter actually studied that movie in school. I think it's for phenomenal. her. Yeah, yeah. And as as well, she went to the same high school as me. And my wife and my brother and and his wife and all that. Okay, same high school. We studied books like Catcher in the Rye, of Mice and Men, all of the usual suspects. My daughter got to read in class and do book reports on Frankenstein. Like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> well, it's funny you say that because um, my, my kids aren't doing Frankenstein, but in eighth grade this year, they're reading Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And, See, and like that. They got a new English teacher this year. And I mean, the last one, she's fantastic, right? Like, like lots of mm-hmm. classic literary things. And this one, she, um, she, she, she brought in, like, they read The Monkey's Paw. Did you ever read that one? Uh, no, but I'm going to take a guess that the Simpsons parody, the Simpsons Monkey Paw was based on that probably and what's funny is i had no idea there were any parodies or movies about it because i'd only read the book and well short story and i'm pretty sure i read it like in elementary school i Hmm. it if it wasn't elementary school it was like sixth grade like early middle school um so i was thrilled that my my kids are reading it because it's such a great scary story you know wow Tell that young fellow of yours to read Jekyll and Hyde before it gets banned down there. I don't see them banning that. <laughs> you know. I don't know, man. I know. I, I'm just I'm just being a smart ass. Well, keep in mind they're also reading in a Catholic school. You know. Oh, okay. Well, that's that's good. That's yeah. good. Yeah, I, I'm I'm a, a, I'm so thrilled. So you must be down there straightening shit out all the time there. <sighs> Well, it's it's funny you you say that because there are times where I'm just like, oh my goodness, what's what's going on? I was talking to a coworker today about just things, you know, and <laughs> I and I think I've told you before, like my my priest is fantastic. He he's on par with Father Mulcahy, right? And, oh, good. You know, if if anybody wants to make fun of me for my favorite priest being a technically fictional character, remember he was based on a real person. Yeah. Um, oh, I love Father Mulcahy. I, I, well, dude, Father Mulcahy is what every religious leader should be, right? Should be, yes. He, he can fight, but chooses not to fight and will right. only fight when he must defend his flock, right? Mm-hmm. Right there. He is accepting and loving of everybody. He does not judge. He hears everybody out. And he is a student of all religions. Mm-hmm. Like, right there, if every, because you know the Westboro Baptist Church is taking that approach, right? Oh, but oh. if everybody <laughs> took that approach, what a different world this would be. Mm-hmm. You know, I think so. And if everybody had a priest like that to model to be like, no, this is how we're going to be, you know, like, Mm -hmm. 
Oh, yeah, it's a whole other thing. <laughs> Before we get into our mandatory metal segment here, I got another happy birthday. I want to send out that um, in a couple days as we speak, my good buddy Ninja Cat Jess has her birthday as well. So this weekend... I'm sure I'll take another bottle over to her place, and I already got her birthday present already, already planned out, and we'll just um, have a really good time then. So happy birthday, my friend, and many more to come. Uh, for tonight's, like I said, my our mandatory metal segment for the good folks at True Cavalt Coffee. I actually had. Our good buddy Aaron here in mind when I chose this band. I don't know if you've heard of them or not, but Reaper Metal Productions, good friend of the show, they uh, have put out a couple records from the band Vladimir's. And they kind of have that horror punk misfits type vibe to them. Which I think, I think, dude, you're really going to enjoy. I definitely know our listeners will. So, once again, for a true Cavalt coffee in our mandatory metal segment, this is Vladimir's from their album Serpent Girl with She's Been Worshipping the Devil. Back in 
very busy this week. Here's our metal fix. All right, dude. I think for both of us, this is going to be more uh, geek fix than metal fix. Oh, just yeah. with everything that's been going on with Halloween and all that. But I'm still I'm still stoked. I'm excited. What's, uh, what's going on? All right. Let's start with uh, some horror movies that I took in. Holy shit, okay. For starters, Five Nights at Freddy's. Have you seen it? Are you aware of it? Um, My daughter was actually explaining it to me, but we had a bunch of other things going on, so I didn't catch everything that she was saying. She was kind of explaining it to her mother anyways, but it's isn't it like a video game and they've adapted yeah. it or something? Yep. That's yeah, exactly okay, it. so I... Yeah, I kind of know what it is, and I know there's a series called okay. that. Did you guys have Chuck E. Cheese up where you live? I don't think so, but I know of what you speak. Okay, so Chuck E. Cheese, and there are other places like it, but Chuck E. Cheese, for, for I think for most of our U.S. listeners at least, um, it was a pizza place. It had animatronic characters that would come on and do an animatronic show. You know, it was a very 80s thing, and that's what mm -hmm. Five Nights at Freddy's is. Five Nights at Freddy's looks like a demented Chuck E. Cheese to me, right? <laughs> okay. And that's exactly what it was. Now, my son wanted to watch this because he's played the video game, and I think all the kids at school talk about it. And this is the same kid that I can't get to watch House of the Clock in His Walls because he says that one's too scary for this one particular scene. And the funny part is the one scene that's like, you know, three minutes long in that movie is essentially what the entire Five Nights at Freddy is. <laughs> you know, I'm like, um, okay. I'm not sure how this is going to work. So uh, thankfully, it was streaming here on Peacock uh, down in the States. So we didn't have to. Oh, go you to got the Peacock, do you? Yeah. So we didn't ah. have, to, um, have to have to go to the theater for it. So him and I sat down last Friday. Uh, on premiere night and watch it and dude you need to see this yeah i think we have access to it because like if my daughter was talking about it then yeah i i, I, just, I just don't know how 
Well, it, you need to talk to her. You need to figure it out because here's the deal. It's PG-13. It could have easily been an R splatter film if they wanted it to, right? Okay. But because it's PG-13, it is more... It, oh man, it's like a cross between... It, it could it could easily be a splatter film, right? Like th- think like 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 the machines in in was it Phantasm that had like the spinning balls and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah. oh yeah. Okay, so 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 think that sort of stuff, but then think about the psychological thriller of Psycho, and think about the old '60s psychological thriller camera angles. And the approach to cinematography. Okay. That's how they approach this movie. Uh, Matthew Lillard's in it. Scream alone. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, I, you know, I going in watching that, I'm like, oh, this is going to be good. And and it was fun, man. There were a couple times my son and I both, I mean, we're sitting here in our house and we go, ah! You know? <laughs> It, it was it was great. It was great. So Five Nights at Freddy's, totally recommend it, and I can't wait to hear what your thoughts are when you see it. Okay. Yes. Yes. It's it, it's it's on the list. Yeah, I think you're really gonna dig it. Now, next up, just happened to be streaming here on the HBO Max app. Dude, I don't think I have seen this movie since I would have rented it. Um, on VHS back in the day. And side note, I wrote this down. I think we need to do um, a topic discussion on the impact of video rentals on heavy metal music. Oh, definitely. Great idea. <clears throat> yeah. So, um, but I I remember like being obsessed with this f- because the movie came out. I found the original book. It's a Stephen King story. I read it. I think I did a book report on it in high school. And then oh. I finally got to watch the movie, and I hated it. And that movie oh. is Silver Bullet. Ah. And it, it's a werewolf movie, right? And so, mm. of course, I had to see it. And I remember not liking it. And I haven't really watched it since. And it just happened to be on the other day. I'm like, oh, what the heck? Let, let, me, let me pop this in for old time's sake. It's been, what, 30-some years at this point? Yeah, Holy crap. Is that a way better movie than I remember? So I wanted to get your opinion because I mean you were like living all this horror stuff real time. Ooh. Have you seen it? What were your thoughts? Like I, I'm watching it again. I'm like, holy shit! Why wasn't this a bigger movie? Like this is fantastic. <laughs> and and then I'm like, why did I hate it? It dude, it's uh, you know, really uh, good. No doubt, no doubt. I. I, I never caught it in the theater. I know we rented it, you know, during the video boom and all that. That's definitely something that Mrs. Snowy and I, when we first got together, I'm sure, like, I, I remember renting it. To be able to comment on it now, you know what? You kind of caught me off guard. I'm writing this down now. Silver bullet. See it, see it again. Because, like, okay, whenever... You know, I'll talk to people about movies and they'll go, oh, yeah, I saw it years ago, but I don't remember anything about it. Okay, you go see it. 
Because yeah. if you don't remember anything about it, you haven't seen it. For all intents and purposes, you haven't seen it. You know you sat through it, but if you don't remember anything about it, yeah, it doesn't really count. <laughs> you know, so thank you. I'm I'm gonna have to check that out. Dude, I, it's really good, man. I really enjoy excellent. It. All right, excellent. now, did you get a chance to watch Werewolf by Night in color? Oh yeah, that's it's it's up, isn't it? Yeah, no, no, I didn't. Okay, well, we'll save that's that for next list. week. Okay. All right, we'll save that for next week because um, I I want to get your thoughts now. I have been, I've been back on my Kindle because I really, dude, I, I love reading, but I'm realizing that like, uh, I, I have to find a balance between educational books and entertainment books. Um, like if I'm trying to fall asleep at night or I, I need to unwind to the end of the day, that's why I need to read something for entertainment. Right. Um, cause I, I spent, Oh man, like a year reading the one book by David Byrne. And it was just, it's such a fantastic book, but God, it was grueling at times. Uh, just because <laughs> it's, it's so heady. I mean, there are times where like I had to sit there and read and look stuff up. But anyway, um, I picked this up. It was like one of those da- da- daily deal kind of things on Kindle. It's called Classic Monsters Unleashed. So this, this guy, this editor went out and found a whole bunch of different authors and basically said, write a short story around a classic monster and give it your own twist. Dude, these stories are fantastic. First of all, they're all short stories. So you can read a story in an evening and then call it a night. Right. Like it's just, uh, okay. it's just a great read. And especially with, you know, the air turning crisp and some places snowing. Like it's just, th- these are great stories to read tonight. They are, they've got new takes on Dracula. They've got new takes on the werewolf. Um, there's, there's one no joke that was like, I'm reading, I'm like, is this? And then we get to the end, I'm like, oh my goodness. This is a twist on the Wicked Witch of the West, like the Wizard of Oz, almost right. like an origin story for the Wicked Witch of the West. I'm like, holy crap. Like, dude, it's fantastic writing. Every story is different. And I'm just having a blast, like an absolute blast. So highly recommended. It's currently a two book series. I'm still on book one and I'm probably going to uh, finish book one and then try something else for a little bit. Um, but highly recommended. It's been very, very entertaining reading. Uh, so yeah. Right on. Yeah. Classic Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. I think you're going to love it now. Um, dear listeners, one of the reasons that we are recording on a Thursday night is because, um, well, you know, Monday we had stuff going on Tuesday's Halloween and yesterday, Wednesday, when we said, Hey, we'll, we can record on Wednesday. I forgot because tomorrow as we're recording is November 3rd and that is also a holiday Godzilla day right Right. Um, here in the states to celebrate Godzilla day they released yesterday Godzilla 2000 for November 1st one night only wow so I took my son to go see Godzilla 2000 and we watched that (laughs) that's the first time I've ever seen it oh okay 
It, it was really good, man. It oh, really fantastic, good. fantastic yeah. film. Yeah, it, it actually, in the year 2000, or it might have been actually the latter half of 1999, yeah, it was a regular run theater movie. Yeah. We Yeah, I took, that's when I took Little Snowy, okay, to the movies. Like, she didn't, she, she was still quite young. She really didn't know who Godzilla was, but she knew, okay, dad grew up with this big giant lizard and all <laughs> and all that. And I just want to go see a movie and all that. So that was my daughter's first introduction to Godzilla. And it's like, man, like we we didn't have that. We didn't have that um that privilege, I guess. Your first exposure to Godzilla is in the theater? Yeah. You know, like, my first exposure to Godzilla was um, late night, mid the midnight viewing of Godzilla versus Megalon, King Kong versus yep. Godzilla, Good Ghidorah, the three-headed monster. Son of Godzilla, destroy all monsters, yeah. Yeah, just just the this the 60s movies, and, you know, even, even the, the original... King of the Monsters and all that. Yeah. And I and I, I I'm pretty sure I told this story on the show before, but I had like my mom made a deal with me, even if it was a school night and I was just in sing single digits, it's like mom, mom, and see, and for 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 the younger folks out there, there was a thing called a TV guide. <laughs> Okay. Where oh, I feel so as, old as, now you said that. As you were buying your groceries and all that in the Impulse magazine section, there was a little booklet, okay, called the TV Guide, and it told you what was on TV for that week. Well, every, every week I would flip through the TV Guide looking to see what, you know, what movie was was going to be on and all that, and then I would see it. Godzilla versus such and such Thursday at midnight. Well, I had a deal with my mother because she knew I was such a Godzilla mark. If I could stay up, she's not going to help me in any way, shape, or form. If you can stay up, you can watch it. If you fall asleep on the couch or on the living room floor, I did that as a teen, even how many times as a teenager <laughs> watching much music or something, I end up yeah, falling asleep on the living room floor. Uh, if you can stay up, you can watch it, but then go to bed right after that. Most of the time, so excited, I'm up and I watch it. Uh, sometimes I didn't quite make it. <laughs> and all that. So that was always like my first introduction to Godzilla. And of course, Marvel Comics had, you know, in the late 70s, going into the 80s, they had their Marvel um, Godzilla series as well. I mean, come on. Godzilla versus the Fantastic Four? Oh, that was amazing. And now, today, did you get to the comic shop yet? I, dude, I haven't been to the comic shop in a few months. Okay, get there tomorrow or Saturday because the Justice League versus Kong versus Godzilla series has started. I, like I in, really in, need in to see that. Before. 
You need to see that. Yeah, you better buy two copies. Your 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 young fellow is going to want a copy yeah. as 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 well. So, yeah, that 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 was my introduction to Godzilla. I'm so glad that that your son's a big G fan as well, and that it's it's just it's just a part of your life. And I'm so glad that you got to it. Yeah, dude, it's it's been nice. I was, I was saying the same thing because my um like. My my first Godzilla movie in the theater was uh, Godzilla 1985, right? And up until that point, I'd only seen Godzilla on TV, you know. Okay. And my mom and I went, and I still, you know, love that particular Godzilla movie. And it's funny because I I saw 1985, which for anyone you know, for any geeks like us that know or don't know the backstory, um. Godzilla 54 comes out when it hits the States in 56. It's now Godzilla King of the Monsters. Mm-hmm. They use Raymond Burr and cut in the Japanese with American stuff. Well, they got to Americanize it. Yeah. Of course. Well, and so that's what they did with 85. They, they basically did the same thing again, kind of like is, is like a tribute to that. And, um, I gotta say, you know, like, like, well, I love Godzilla 1985 is what I saw. Like, Watching Godzilla 1984, which is the Japanese version, mm-hmm. um, it's such a better film, right? It just it's great, and that and that's the fun thing about watching like Godzilla 2000 in the theater with subtitles. I'm like, yeah, because mm-hmm. as, as my wife's like, you can watch it with subtitles. I said, well, here's why. Here's why I prefer subtitles. Because otherwise, if they dub in voices, they get some 40-year-old woman to play the five-year-old girl. I know. I know, eh? As like, um, <laughs> yeah, nobody's believing this, man. Like, who's the casting director for this? Uh-huh. So, yeah, so it's, it's one of those things where it's like, geez. But so, um, while we're there for the previews, um, we see the trailer for Pardon me, Godzilla minus one. Now, that releases tomorrow in Japan. Okay. Um, December 1st is the release date so far targeted for um, the States and I believe Canada. And at least U.S. pre-sales should be starting Friday. So hopefully uh, tomorrow we'll be able to start finding times and dates for Godzilla minus one. And Nicholas and I are going to go try and see that one too. So that uh, we watched like Mrs. Snowy and I, we sat down and we watched the trailer together and we were both like our jaws dropped. Like, like this is okay. Forget, you know, Godzilla versus Megalon and, and, and all that. It was fucking scary. Yeah. This was brutal. Like, 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 this is, this is a Godzilla movie that a horror film fanatic like me, well, you know, Everything that I saw is kind of like somebody in Japan decided that um, they needed to make sure everybody knows that Godzilla is a Japanese monster and nobody can do it like Japan. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, and they can't. I, I, like I loved the entire Toho series that is that has come over with you know um, 
the legacy pictures and Godzilla versus Kong and, you know, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm excited for the Monarch series starting on Apple TV, Mm -hmm. but I got to say this Godzilla minus one looks phenomenal, dude. Holy jeez. Yeah. Yeah. And it's scary. It's scary. Like, like this is the, it's going to be okay. Like they like the Godzilla movies. They're not scary, but you go like 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 go back. Never never mind Godzilla fifty four or whatever. The original Japanese Gojira, okay, for that time period, is that movie is terrifying. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> like, like like it's holy shit, you know because you don't. It's not dumbed down. It's not watered down. Yeah. And it's it's the original vision, and the original vision was to scare the piss out of the world. Yeah, well, and, and it's I, like yeah. art having a commentary on current events. Oh, that's it exactly. And like, yeah, this... it's so beautifully done. Hmm. Yeah, it really. Yeah, is. no. So, we're 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 definitely looking forward to it. All right, and last but not least. Okay. Um, I have spent the last uh, two evenings in Spirit Halloween. Ah, yes. Like, uh, because you know, my son and I were on our way to see Godzilla 2000 yesterday, and I had just gotten a notification that everything in the Spirit Halloween stores are already fifty percent off. It's everything's on sale. Oh, hell yes! This, I'm like, this it's Saturday already fifty percent off. Like that's fast. And we're there. There's we're a there. mask that I look at every year, and that every year I'm like, oh, I don't know. And it's made by Trick or Treat Studios. It's officially licensed Universal Monsters Creature from the Black Lagoon. It uh, looks phenomenal. You know, it's it's like sculpted, molded, all that sort of stuff. And it also doesn't give me claustrophobia, like another one that I have. <clears throat> and so I'm like, all right, we're gonna run in real quick. If they have it, I'm picking it up. One left, yeah, it's in great shape. And well, dude, yeah, yeah. If it's, because it's like a seventy dollar mask. Mm-hmm, I'm like, mm-hmm. this is great, you know. So, I I was excited to pick that up yesterday. Uh, got a couple more Universal Monster keychains. Um, picked up a welcome mat for my wife. Because she kept looking at all the Halloween welcome mats they have, and there was a specific Hocus Pocus one that she liked, and I got that one. Of course, yeah, um, yeah. And Lee, then, what t- what's with women in Hocus Pocus? They love that. I just think because it's just so much fun, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I, my my daughter loves it. She dressed up as Sarah the last two years. Well, she also <laughs> dressed up as a big blow up dog, like a balloon dog. But when that got too cumbersome for her, she switched back into Rosera. But so we went back tonight because my daughter wanted a chance to look too. And she found all this Hocus Pocus stuff, dude. She got yeah. the, the the choker for Sarah to go for her costume. Um, she got window clings for to decorate her windows. And we're currently having the discussion if she's going to keep them up all year. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so we'll see about that. And yeah, like it was just, it, it's it's so much fun. And it's crazy. And I'm so glad we stopped yesterday because just from last night to tonight, like the store's inventory is reduced by half, dude. Like there's yeah. 
way more stuff yesterday. And it's like, wow. So, yeah. Yeah, by the time anybody hears this, um, your spirit store is already out of everything you're looking for. But uh, I, I hope not. Thrilled. I hope not. Yeah, I, I was thrilled, dude. I got my creature from the Black Lagoon mask. It's the one I've been wanting for like literally the last two years. So um, I'm pretty Excellent. excited, man. All right. So what's going on with you, Snowman? Uh, with myself? Ah, geez. I've got a lot to talk about, but then again, it probably isn't really that much... Uh, for starters, okay, let me get kind of the geek fix out of the way here. Last weekend was the Winnipeg Comic Con. Okay, I believe last episode we were talking about uh, just cons in general, or the or the oh, episode yeah. before that. Uh, okay, and I had mentioned that the Winnipeg Comic Con was was coming up, and it's it's a thing. You know, for us as a family, we go every year and we, you know, if if we can, if we have the time, if we have the the inclination, we will dress up in costume. Like my daughter, Little Snowy, she dresses up every year. She went as one of her anime, favorite anime characters this year. God, I can't remember. I was going to ask. Exactly oh, which, which one? one. I I really don't know. I think it was one of the characters from the Joker anime. Now, hold on. Not the DC Joker. There is an anime Joker. Okay, I think it was one of the female characters from that. This year, I did dress up. Okay. People were kind of like, oh, what what did what are you gonna dress up as for the for Halloween and for the convention and all and and, and all that? I said, I can't tell you because it's a surprise. Let's just put it this way. Anyone that knows me when they see me in this outfit, because I'll take a picture and I'll post it on Facebook. It's one of those I never thought I would see the day. Okay. Up here, up up here in Canada, our equivalent to the National Football League is the Canadian Football League. We have I'm a big fan, obviously, here in Winnipeg of the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. That's kind of my team. Our rivals are the Saskatchewan Rough Riders just a province over that's you know we've had this rivalry for many years and i thought well what's the scariest costume a winnipegger could couldn't come up with so my brother is a big saskatchewan rough rider fan my sister likes the saskatchewan rough riders i don't know they're beyond my reach you know i i try but there's just no helping them. They're Rough Rider fans. <laughs> I called, I called, which which is funny because while my brother is a big Saskatchewan Rough Rider fan, his wife is a Blue Bomber fan. It must be really fun come playoff time. Really. <laughs> <laughs> you know. So I called my brother up. He wasn't able to help me. Go talk to your sister. I called my sister up. Do you have any Rough Rider merch? Jerseys, hats, etc. Oh yeah, I got a whole bunch of stuff. Well, why? Well, 
because I want to go as a Saskatchewan Rough Rider fan. I want to wear the jersey, wear the goofy hat, and I'm going to paint my face green. First thing my brother said was, what, are you looking to get beat up? (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, well, no, I'm going to the Comic-Con and then a punk rock show dressed like this. Yeah, geeks and punks just don't strike fear in me, you know. <laughs> you know, I'm really not that worried about it. So yeah, I got all done up in the Saskatchewan Rough Rider gear. I took a picture. It's I believe it's up on our Radioactive Metal Facebook. And I was actually a big hit, not only at the Comic-Con, but at what I was going to be my Halloween party a couple days later. I had another number of people come up to me at the Comic-Con and go, what, did you lose a bet? (laughs) (laughs) It's like, no, no, I just, what's the scariest thing as a Winnipegger can you think of? Oh, Rough Rider fan. Dude, that's so funny. (laughs) It's fantastic. And I went up to a couple booths and I had some people go, Oh, I love your costume. We're from Saskatchewan here for the con. We're selling shit here. This is our booth and all that. And I'm like, uh, well, don't get too excited because I'm kind of poking fun at you. <laughs> you know, like I'm not a I'm not a Rough Rider fan. I'm just here in Winnipeg. What's the scariest thing, you know? They're like, oh, I get it. Well, we really like your costume anyway. So, <laughs> yeah, it, it was a big hit. If you were following, you know, with if, if the listeners were following everything on the Radioactive Metal Facebook page, one of the reasons, and we go to the con every year, but I was really excited this year because Radioactive Metal alum Dan Perrant was there. No way. Yeah. yeah. Now, Dan Perrant, just to remind everyone, he's one of the um, artists for Archie Comics, which I'm a big Archie fan now. Ever since um, Afterlife with Archie and the Riverdale series and all that, I've, like, when I was a kid, I loved Archie's and all that, but then I kind of lost interest in it over the years and all that. But ever since we started seeing this more adult-oriented Archie, I fell back in love with it. And I'm also now a day, uh, 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 a reader of Betty and Veronica. And I go to the comic shops and I buy, I've bought back issues of Betty and Veronica and, you know, I, I'm back in full time. Well, we had Dan Perrant on the show for his work with the Archie Meets Kiss series. Rock on. I yeah, yeah. That. Yeah, yeah. Our former co-host, Rock, he had a wicked chat with him. Like, it was basically... That that was the excuse. We just wanted him on. <laughs> yeah, you know, because we're comic fans. And all that. Well, Mr. Perrant was one of the guests at the Comic-Con. Okay. So as I'm approaching his booth, I see it from a distance and all that. It's like, okay, don't mark out. Don't mark out. Don't mark out. Don't mark out. Too late. Total fanboy. 
<laughs> okay. Had a great chat with him. I reintroduced myself. You know, hi, Snowy White from Radioactive Metal. You were actually on the show. And he, I could see the look on his face and he was thinking about it. He goes, oh, yes. And, like, some people might say, well, you know, he maybe he's just being polite. Honestly, how many heavy metal shows are calling up Archie's, you know, artist to talk to him? We're probably the only one. Oh, yeah. Uh, like, I'm sure he's had lots of geek casts and Archie casts and all that. That he was thousand comic shop podcasts. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Like I have no doubt. How many metal, heavy metal podcasts did he speak to? Probably. Oh, I don't know. One. So when (laughs) when he remember when he said he when he said he remembers that I have a tendency to believe him. So yeah, yeah, it, it was such he was such a cool guy. We took pictures. I introduced him to my wife and my daughter, and it's just. He was selling uh, prints of his artwork. Oh, and a raspberry beret. <laughs> no. No, not that prints. No, not that. No. <laughs> prints. T with, of his artwork. Okay, so it's like, oh, I, I, I have to buy some of these. And, like, with, with the convention, like, the meet and greet with the celebrities, it now costs... You know, like you actually have to pay to meet the person and get an autograph and and all that. And I think that's total bullshit. And the lineup for Autograph Alley this year was pretty impressive. But I'm not I'm I'm there was no one that I was shelling out money for. Besides the one that I really wanted to see, there was no charge for, except if you wanted to buy some of his gimmicks and all that, which I was more than happy to. I bought three prints, which he was more than happy to sign. And a first of all, a really cool, and I got it in my hand here, the Dan Perrant sketchbook. Oh, no way. Yeah, where it's just... you know his his various drawings of oh, yeah. characters. I'm looking at I'm looking at you know Betty Cooper here dressed as uh, Peter Chris, you know dressed as 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 Wonder Woman as uh, as Ms. Marvel as Laurie Strode from the Halloween series. Uh, I'm going through here some more. Some rather risque pictures of Betty and Veronica. Veronica as Galactus. Betty as the Silver Surfer. Uh, let's see. Dude, I, I lo- see, I love stuff like that. And oh, yeah. I I honestly wish that when, when you went to a Comic-Con, that there were more high-quality prints that you could get for art. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. I love good art. I mean, you know, you're supporting the artist doing what they do. Directly. You know? yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's the, the, there's no metal middleman. The the sketchbook is amazing. But the three prints, okay, and like Mrs. Snowy and I were like, okay, which which three which three do we want here and all that? So we all decided the first one is Betty the Vampire Slayer. 
versus Vampironica, where oh, Betty is where no Betty way. is Buffy and Vampironica. Yeah. Okay. The other one, and I got them in my hand right here. The other one is Archie Meets the Ramones. Oh no way. With 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 Archie, Betty, Veronica, and Jughead all dressed up as Ramones. Yeah. Does Veronica ever look like Joan Jett as well? Oh, that, yeah. oh my That's god, super hot. And of course, Sabrina, the teenage witch, in that classic pose as Samantha from Bewitched. Yeah. Dude, yeah. that's awesome. And they're they're all signed by Dan Perrant. <laughs> you know, like uh, you 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 can tell I'm marking out just 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 talking about oh, this. Oh yeah, dude. You know. And um Unfortunately, we now have a spare bedroom. As of last episode, you know, I, I dedicated the episode to the passing of my mother-in-law. So her bedroom is now free. We're going to be turning her room into a library. Oh, nice, dude. A, a library in a reading room. And we're going to be putting these prints up on the wall and just... And just enjoying them. That's fantastic. Forever and ever. So yeah, that's my report on the Winnipeg Comic Con. We had an absolutely fantastic time. Oh, one of the highlights, and I wish I would have got this, you know, recorded on my phone, but I'm just not fast enough when it comes to the gizmos and all that. Well, there was this one guy. He was walking through, he was walking down all the various aisles and all that. He was dressed up in some sort of space dude outfit with a cape and a really big staff. And he's saying, citizens of the galaxy, make way for the Mandalorians. No. And right behind him was this big parade. There must have been about 50 of people dressed up as various different Mandalorians from the Star Wars series. Oh, Boba awesome. Fett, yeah. Boba Tan, Sabine, Mando himself, and all that. This big parade. And as we're watching this parade, like Little Snowy and I, we're watching this. And she's like, like they all look like Boba Fett to me. Okay. Right. <laughs> okay. But she's like, that's Boba Fett. That's Boba Ton. That's Me that's 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 Mando. That's Sabine. When she came to me, she was but the learner. Now she is the master. Like <laughs> I just my jaw dropped. Like when it comes to Star Wars, my daughter has surpassed past me now uh, Snowy, you are now the padawan i am i am now the padawan yes yes because like my daughter like she not only has the tv series like rebels and the clone wars she's got them memorized i don't she reads the new novels like she reads the new comic books i only read a couple of the titles and all that when it comes to Star Wars, like she has, she has surpassed me, and I'm glad. I'm so proud, <laughs> you know. So, 
So yeah, that was yeah the the Winnipeg Comic Con, absolutely fantastic. Fantastic man. Yeah, yeah. You have to, you have, you you and your brood. You have to come up here for an October, you know, and go to the Comic Con and do the Halloween thing with us because the night before Christmas was. Was the night before All Hallows Eve extravaganza? Oh, nice! Now, basically, what that was is our good buddies in Shit Happens, the punk band, and the hardcore band Pink Snot, basically. And we've had both these bands for our indie spotlight. You know, as you know, over time. Just just recently, we featured Pink Snot and all that. Fantastic, fantastic hardcore band. Mrs. Snowy and I, we made our way out. And it was kind of funny because in between bands, my wife says, oh, I have to, uh, I have to use the facilities. Okay. I've, we've had one Bangus Young on the show. Okay, the uh, the Winnipeg the Winnipeg Roller Derby veteran. Okay, and now she's part of the Manitoba Loud Music Awards and all that. And more importantly, she's just a really good friend. She loves taking selfies of everyone. She's she's got me in selfies so many times over the years. Well, Mrs. Snowy comes out out of the women's bathroom. Bangus, her real name is Denny. Okay, we've 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 said this on the show, before, so so we're not speaking out of school. She uh, she says to me, Snowy, check your messages. Sure <laughs> enough, sure enough, <laughs> Mrs. Snowy got Dennyed, got Dennyed in the bathroom. She ended up getting a selfie with Mrs. Snowy. I think it's up. It's 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 on my Facebook. I think it's up on. Uh, on the radioactive metal <laughs> Facebook as well, so yeah, fantastic show. Um, Halloween itself, the day, of course, it's a weekday. I'm at work. I got, you know, I have I have the radio on. Like I've said many times on the show, all I have is terrestrial radio. I'm listening to the rock station. 92 city okay yeah and i know there's gonna be something they're going to acknowledge halloween in some way shape or form i was blown away by all the songs being played that day for starters excuse me one of my all-time favorite songs top five is the ramones pet cemetery oh yeah Never in my wildest dreams did I ever think Winnipeg Commercial Radio was ever going to play this song, even on Halloween. Sure enough, one in one one o'clock in the afternoon they play it. I almost shit my pants. I couldn't believe it. A little later on that afternoon, I heard Megadeth's version of "No More, Mister Nice Guy" from the Shocker soundtrack. Dude, wow, love that soundtrack. Oh, absolutely fantastic. That's what we yeah. should do a watch along for. Shocker for sure. Yeah. I'd be I'd be down with that. Yeah. Um speaking of horror movies, 
Alice Cooper is He's Back, the man behind the mask from Jason Lives, Friday the 13th, part six. They played that. It was so cool at work on the radio hearing, which is, which is part of that song. Yeah. Like I got chills. This is absolutely fantastic. And now the, the daily, their mandatory metal, which that was a thing on this show years before this radio station decided to do this. I'm telling you, somebody there's a fan. They're a listener. Some, some, someone, someone there is listening. Yeah. They might not want to admit it, but yeah. Um, their mandatory metal song. I could not believe this. And not only did they play this song, but it was the full 13 minute version, not like the eight minute version, you know, for the promo for, for the promotional video. Okay. The full 13 minutes of Halloween's Halloween. Wow. Wow. I was blown away. That's a deep cut. It it definitely is, you know, so, but I, I, I get it. You're only breaking out these really good tunes because it's Halloween. The next day it was back to all the Foo Fighters, Chili Peppers, bullshit. And all, and, but at least they're breaking it out. At least, at least they did some really cool stuff here. Yeah. Let's get into some tunes here. I know we've been yapping a lot, but hey, it's Halloween. It you is, know, man. Still. Like, this is literally from Halloween to November 3rd is like a week-long celebration for metalheads at this point. That's right. We're just not ready to give it up. <clears throat> Let's get into some tunes here. Once again, just pissing around on Facebook, on Facebook, on YouTube. Hey, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I discovered a relatively new band called Devastator. Okay, and apparently listenable records, good friends of ours, okay, have reissued Devastator's debut record, Baptized in Blasphemy. All right, gonna give this a spin, and it's all, and it's, and it's that really cool black and roll type sound, like, like if you like Midnight, like that type of sound. I think you're really going to dig Devastator. Another really uh, cool album. Back when I was when I was over at our good buddy Mr. Matt Copper's place recording the latest episode of uh, Wrestling Night in Canada, our yeah. sister com- our, our sister show here on the Shining Wizards Network. He uh, he was really stoked about this really cool United Kingdom doom metal band called god rhythm it's like you know what i've i've seen that name kicking around but i'm not too familiar with him so he's like okay dude 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 let's look let, check this out so he fires up the youtube on his tv and he played a wicked tune off of their latest record distortions so which made me want to Check it out further. It's a fantastic record available now at the good folks of Profound Lore. No surprise there. So let's get into some tunage here. Um, 
let let's start with that new Devastator because I know uh, I know our listeners are really going to get behind this. So from the aforementioned baptized in blasphemy, this is Devastator with howling knights.
Are you fed up with constantly searching for the records you want? Are you tired and frustrated from always straightening out your LPs? Now with KTEL Record Selector, this will never happen again. To choose your favorite music, tilt the first record forward. The others follow automatically. Pick your selection when it appears. To choose more LPs, lean the next record forward and wait for your choice. The Record Selector is a new space-age design for selection and storage of records. Fingertip control regulates the speed of Record Selector. To replace the records, tilt the first record forward. Record Selector, with a mind of its own, will automatically stop where the LP was taken from. End awkward selection and storage of LPs with Record Selector. Attractively finished in a gift box. KTEL Record Selector, only $3.99.
Oh, that's some good stuff, my friend. That was the aforementioned Godthrythm from their album Distortions. That was Devils. And of course, before that, as I mentioned, that new Devastate, well, new-ish, new to us, new to Profound Lore. And being on a, a, a label like that, going from an indie band to being re-released on a reputable label like that, getting the push. So it's it's pretty much a new record. So you'll forgive me for that. That was Howling Nights. Once again, great stuff, great stuff. See, not ready to give up Halloween. It's a very Halloween-y song. Yeah, I'm not either, man. <clears throat> no. I used to be a werewolf, but I'm okay now. <laughs> <laughs> We, I do that to my wife every full moon. We have this thing, okay, where if we're out and about, the sun's gone down, full moon, I'm like, holy shit, um, we better hurry up and get home. And she's like, why? What's going on? You see the moon? It's full. That means, like, the werewolves, the werewolves are coming. And she's like, oh. Jesus Christ. <sighs> yes, dear. The werewolves are coming. Don't worry. We'll get home. <laughs> I'm too old to grow up now. Okay. So, my friend. Here we are. November. Black Friday is on its way. Coming up. What exactly? So, I'm sorry. What is the date of Black Friday? Well, let's see here. here. This year, where's Thanksgiving this year? Thanksgiving is November 23rd. Black Friday would be November 24th. Which is the next day. Right. Right. Okay. Hence, it's a Friday. Now, the big days on radioactive metal around here are Halloween. Okay. Free comic book day. All right. Um... May 4th, may the 4th be with you. That's yep. another really big day. And of course, Record Store Day. Now, the last couple of years, Record Store Day has kind of expanded to sort of capitalize on the whole Black Friday spending craze in the US and all that, and, and all that. And up here, okay. So, Record Store Day has kind of helped themselves to kind of using this and I'm kind of like uh you know uh, like like effectively there's now two record store days and you know like if you have two christmases two halloweens it 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 kind of loses its specialness you know yeah. it kind of loses it kind of loses that something but still, I'm all for, you know, hit, hitting the record shops. It'll pro up, up, up here, it'll probably be the Saturday. Not too many people are going Black Friday shopping and, and, and all that. So I figured, okay, let's, let's do this. Now, what is kind of a tradition here on Radioactive Metal is right 
before, a couple weeks leading up to every record store day. And now Black Friday is where we go to recordstoreday.com. Okay, everyone, take a moment out now. We'll let you catch up with us. And then find the the, uh, listing for the special Record Store Day releases. Okay, our veteran listeners, they've done the listen along with us before. I'm sure they've all gone out and they've bought their share of records on our recommendations. So go to recordstoreday.com. When you're there, find click here for web. Okay, got it. Got it. Click here for web. And here is the list of special record store day releases at the very top. You should see Bull of the Wool, Bull of the Woods by the artist 13th Floor Elevator. 13th Floor Elevator. So, so what Aaron and I are going to do is we're going to go through this list and kind of share which of the, which of the albums we would be most interested in picking up and hopefully we find them in our area. So... Page one. Let's start scrolling. Okay, everyone follow along. I don't know who the Beat Nuts are, but an album called Intoxicated Demons has my attention. Ah, you know what? I'm I'm not sure myself. And it's probably one of those bands that we both should know. And we probably got a listener right now like, dude, what the fuck? The Beat Nuts? Why don't you know who they are? Other than that, on page uh, one, nothing's grabbing me, man. Nothing really. Okay, I'm gonna go. Gonna go through this. Okay. Uh, ba 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 I'm gonna go back up. Okay. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, the original soundtrack by Andrew Scott Bell. That's on your page one? That's on page one, yeah. When you go down... Yeah, you you should see it. It's... it's, it's, Okay, where you you see the beat nuts... Okay. You'll you'll see Jeff Beck and then Andrew Scott Bell. Oh, my goodness. How did I miss that? Okay. Okay. Are you familiar with Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey? Yes, I have zero desire to see it. Oh. Oh, I went to the theater for this. Yeah, don't it's... mess with my childhood. That's all oh. I have to say. Oh, it, it was fucked up. <laughs> okay. And I still like to rib my daughter because, like, I, I love Winnie the Pooh. I'm from Winnipeg, so I got to love Winnie the Pooh. That's where Winnie the Pooh comes from. Uh, Winnie is English. named. Uh, Win- Winnie is named after Winnipeg. Okay. Okay. And Winnie the Pooh is a big thing in our house. Obviously, I'm the only one that had any interest in this. And to this day, I still like to tease my daughter by going, well, you like Winnie the Pooh. I mean, the the new Winnie the Pooh movie is up for streaming now. 
maybe you should come over and watch it with me and all that. And she's just like, she's on to my bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So she just rolls the eyes. I'm writing this down. I want this Blood and Honey soundtrack. <laughs> okay. Going down a little further. Buck Cherry. No, I'm not too worried about that. Okay. The Rockology Picture Disc Edition of Eric Carr from Kiss. Okay. This was from last year's uh, or from the original. Well, yeah, just from Records for uh, Day yeah. this year. Yeah, th- yeah. They've already released that. Right. Right. I never found it anywhere. I think, you know what, let me check. Okay, you have the CD picture disc. The CD picture disc, what the fuck is that? Like, I guess a picture disc on the CD? Dude, I I don't know. What the fuck? Yeah, I I was looking at that, I'm like, okay, I think they're pushing this one a little too hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm kind of looking at the write-up here now. You know what? Uh, I'm I'm gonna. I think I added it on the list last time. I didn't find it. I think I'm going to look for it this year. As I go a little further, uh, Relapse has re-released and remastered Death's individual thought patterns. I don't know if I really need it that bad. I don't know. Yeah, okay. I'll kind of put it in the maybe. Like, if if that's the only record that I find, then I'll um, I'll go with that. So, okay, page two. Okay, everyone at the top, you should see the flaming lips. So now we're going to scroll together. You see anything that's kind of catching your well, attention? On name alone, a band called the Flesh Tones, and the title of the record is called Stocking Stuffer. Um, tell me that's not a little play on words there. How did I miss? Oh, oh Flesh Tones. Okay. Yeah, they had a, uh, a song on the Return of the Living Dead soundtrack. Okay, hooray for Santa Claus, Six White Boomers, <laughs> Canadian Christmas. Where's that? Run, Rudolph, run. Christmas with Bazooka Joe. Uh, this just might be a good Christmas record. Where's this one at? Oh, I was, I was, I was looking at the uh, for 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 the flesh tones. Oh, the flesh tones. Okay, sorry. Yeah, I was looking at the uh, at the track listing. This just might be a good Christmas record. Flesh tones. <laughs> well, I, so in with Christmas records, because on the first page they had the Beach Boys Christmas album, and right. on this page they have uh, Gary Hoey's Ho Ho Hoey Christmas hits. I am oh, yeah. so tired of everybody just reissuing their Christmas CD every Christmas. Right. Like, either put out new Christmas music or just let it fucking go. We'll find just it. Never, just, just, just never mind. Yeah. yeah. 
Huh? A little further down. Here we are. Joan Jett and the Blackhearts, the mindset, mindsets record. That's their new one that came out this year. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That that's on my list. It's some of the tracks are actually up on YouTube, and I gave them a spin. It's if if you're looking for uh you know, basically a remake of the I Love Rock and Roll record or, you know, something from the Runaways or something. You're not going to find it with this. But I definitely want to uh, to grab that. So Joan Jett. Yeah. Going down a little further. You see anything else? Um, the Too Young to Fall in Love EP with Molly Crew there, the 12-inch vinyl. There we are. Yes. Yes. That is on my list as well. Because, okay, wasn't that released? <sighs> okay. Of the rare three track, 12 inch, originally released in 83 and out of print. So, didn't they also, okay, so this would be the EP pre when Electra picked up them and put out the too young to fall in love record i feel like this is the 12 inch single i think is what's going on yeah okay reassure okay yeah okay this is after okay this is the single after that record was released okay you, you okay what i'm getting confused with is they had a totally DIY independent released. I can't remember was was the the B side the A side was Live Wire, and I think the B side was a song called Toast of the Town. Oh, which that I, I do remember, yeah. Which I've never even heard that song before. I just know it's just part of the heavy metal folklore. You know, it's that ultra rare, rare B-side. So, yeah, that that would be something to find. But, uh, yeah, I, Mot Motley Crue, yeah, I definitely, I definitely want that. So, page three. Let's go back up to the top here. Okay, immediately, obviously, Napalm Deaths from Enslavement to Obliteration jumps out at me. I don't know if I need a uh, a big uh, expensive vinyl release for that. Okay, I'm pretty sure I got... Well, oh no, okay. I have the original anyways on vinyl. That's like the second album of theirs. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pass on that. What do you see? Go go. The twelve inch go, single go. from Prince's Get Off. That's oh, okay. actually got my attention. Twenty three positions in a one night stand. <laughs> All right, let me see the write up here. Get off. Get off. Oh positions shit! In a one night stand. Get yeah. The coolest thing about Prince is that was one of the bands that pissed off Tipper Gore. Yeah, I oh, think yeah. I think there was yeah, there was a Prince song that 
that made part of their filthy 15 or whatever bullshit. Well, Prince yeah. didn't give a fuck. Not at all. Like, Not at and all. I love the guy for it. It was just like he was going to do what he was going to do. And that's it. That, 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 that's what's happening. You know, like um, there's a studio in L.A., I think it's Sunset Sound, where Prince was in the, because, I mean, you know, Prince has Paisley Park, well, had Paisley Park mm -hmm. out in Minneapolis, but he was coming to L.A. to do something, and nobody was allowed in the studio with him, and they had to install a phone in the studio he was in just for him so he could call the front desk and ask somebody to change the tape. Other than that, nobody right. ever came to the studio with him. You know, like, uh -huh. it's just what he was going to do. You know. For sure, for sure, for sure. So, what do we got going down here a little more? Rapper Schoolie D. I have, I think I have this one on cassette back, back then. 85 debut. No, I think I had the follow-up from that. Okay, so yeah, I'm really I'm really not too worried about that. Alan Silvestri, who is of course is a composer of movie soundtracks, Death Becomes Her. Do you recall that movie? Yes. Absolutely fantastic. And yeah, I think I'm gonna. I'm going to add that Death Becomes Her. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's a fantastic movie, and I love that type of, uh, like, uh, we're, we're, we're big on the soundtracks here in, in Snowy Manor and all that. We both absolutely fell in love with that movie, absolutely phenomenal. I think I'm going to have a lookout for that. Uh, going further. Oh, we're getting into the various artists. Taproot. No, I'm not too worried about that. A, a sweet record. Uh, no, I'm probably not too worried about that. Turnstile. New, new heart designs. Let's have a look at that. Turnstile X remixes. No. Turnstile, great band. But I got a pretty good list here going. I'm really not too worried about it. So we're getting in to the various artists here now. Soundtracks and various different things. Is anything here on page three? No. Kind of get here. No, 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 no. Okay. let's do it. Okay, so everyone, page four, last page. We're getting down to the nitty gritty here. Very first record. Okay, page four, the Judgment Night soundtrack. Okay, I have the cassette of this. I bought it when it first came out way way back in the day in the early 90s this record is amazing i had it on cd oh okay so you already know of what i speak yeah you know with the various metal collaborating with the various rap artists okay i'm gonna write that down 
you know, if I find it on vinyl and I haven't bought a whole bunch of other stuff, I I think I got to go for it. Okay, once again, we're getting into the Christmas here. Punk Goes Christmas. The ver various artists. Let's kind of have a look at these punk bands doing Christmas songs. Okay, if the very first band in your punk album is newfound glory dude i was thinking the same thing you you might you might be a little hard to convince me but let's check this out newfound glory all-time low crown the yellow card yeah. august burns red august great burns red i recognize i wouldn't call them punk yeah. at all no no uh, set it off no, but this I is... am curious to hear the cover of Father Christmas. That, that's that's one of my favorite Christmas songs, and I know that that's that's another thing that kind of splits people. But Father okay. Christmas by the Kinks, I think, is fantastic. <clears throat> oh, okay. Yeah, there's there's nothing here. Like I've I've got some good metal, you know, Christmas albums that. Would, would definitely I would definitely be more interested in uh, going through some more of this going down well, going down. Did you see the Wendy o. Williams yet? Ah, there it is. Yes, Maggots the record. Wow, yeah, the Plasmatics, the fourth studio uh, album by American singer Wendy o. Williams and her band the Plasmatics. Yes, I don't have this one. Okay, I'm in. I'm in. Yeah, I thought you take that one. Yeah, yeah, and that's well. Okay, the new Rob Zombie album, Lunar Injection, Kool Aid, Eclipse, Conspiracy. I don't have that yet. I don't know if I need an expensive vinyl copy. I think I might be good with just the CD. Yeah, so that's kind of it for me. Is there anything else that? No, man, it's kind of disappointing. And and that's the thing is like I, I really wish they would keep it to once a year. Like I I like looking forward to Record Store Day in April. And, right. And I get why they do Black Friday, but I mean. Let everybody else step up and do Black Friday. Mm -hmm. You know, like like Record Store Day creates Black Friday at a time of the year where there's not going to be a Black Friday. <laughs> you know, right? It, it's just it, it's like that in um like Free Comic Book Day. Like the first time I heard about Free Comic Book Day, I'm like, what's that? And my buddy's he's like, it's essentially Black Friday for comic book stores in the middle of the year. I'm like, oh, yeah, right. yeah, and the free comic book are promotional items to get you to, oh, okay, this this free comic is the first chapter of this new comic that'll be available next month. It's 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 promotion, but it's also fun to do. Like we we're first in line come free comic book day. You know, and we're hanging out in the shop. We're talking to the clerks and, 
uh, like we kind of know what it's for, but I don't care. <laughs> you know, I just want to participate in it. And that's the same thing with the record store day. So, yeah, like I can't book off work. Like I can't call up my my GM and say, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm blowing off work today because I got to go record shopping. I mean, you totally could. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I do. I guess maybe I do have some holiday stuff, but I think maybe I'm just gonna hit hit the record shops the next day, Saturday, and uh, and see what they got, and see what they got, and whatever I pick up will be a part of our metal fix. If you don't mind, let's get into some tunes here while. I am at Record Store Day, Black Friday, looking for those records. I'm going to be on the lookout for the new Kirith Ungol record. Uh, of course, uh, Radioactive Metal alums, Kirith Ungol, they have a new record, A Dark Parade, available now. How sweet would it be to find a vinyl copy of that? So, right now, let's get into it. Let's go with the title track. This is Kirith Ungol with Dark Parade.
turn and the tape is going round and round, rolling. The Shining Wizard is the greatest wrestling podcast of all time. Don't believe me? Tune in and check us out. We laugh, we cry, we interview some of the greatest people in professional wrestling, and we have some of the greatest segments of all time, including everyone's favorite wrestling game show, Can You Beat That? We're live 6.50 p.m. East on Monday night on all social media platforms, and we're with you wherever you go on every single streaming and podcasting platform as well. Check us out. Go over to ShiningWizards.com and join us for some wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. G'day guys, my name is Thomas, one half of the Broadcast Podcast. With our podcast, we go back and watch wrestling events from WWE, WWF, WCW, ECW, AEW, and many other wrestling promotions. You can check us out on Twitter at the Broadcast, that's T-H-E-B-R-O-K-A-S-T, and you can also download all episodes on Apple Podcast, CastBox, Castro, and many other podcast apps. What's up, everyone? When on the Shining Wizards Network, be sure to check out Wrestling Night in Canada. If we're not recording another kick-ass podcast, or playing in punk bands, or recording kick-ass heavy metal albums, then we're sitting back, we're grabbing a couple brews, and going over everything to do in the world of pro wrestling. Because we're from Winnipeg, you idiots.
Okay, from their latest record, Age of Paranoia, that is Australian hardcore band Vitamin X. Really cool straight-edge band. Once again, drinking way too much liquor listening to straight-edge bands, but hey, music is universal. That was Roller Coaster Ride. And before that, the legendary Electro Hippies. This is this is a really cool band that go back uh like to the mid-80s, spawned from that same UK scene that gave us uh like Napalm Death and uh Righteous Pigs and eventually Carcass and all that because Electro Hippies featured one Jeff Walker from a carcass. That's the only good punk is a dead punk album. And that was the song DIY, not DRI. I knew, <laughs> I, I knew, I knew you would want to hear that song, Aaron. So oh, yeah, that, <laughs> that was just for you. Okay. We're, on the other side of two hours, so I think we're going to forego tonight's Indie Spotlight. I'm going to earmark them for next week. Um, how can uh, people get a hold of us? Well, dear snowman, radioactivemetal.org. That's all the episodes past, present, and future. Facebook.com slash radmetal. Keep up with all the different things that we're doing that's going on neat, fun, metal-related, geek-related things that we see. Um, also follow us on Instagram at RadMetal666. Drop us a line on Gmail. It's uh, RadMetal666 at gmail.com. If, uh, basically, if you can find a podcast on the internet, if you have found us, right, you know where to find us. Mm-hmm. Maybe a friend sent this to you. Maybe you're like, I don't know, I've never listened to a podcast before. How did I how did I get here? This is not my beautiful wife. This is not my beautiful house. <laughs> right? Maybe, maybe that's you right now. Well, this is the wrong show because that's talking heads. But you can find us again. Just search Radioactive Metal. We're going to come up somewhere. There's going to be all kinds of ways to listen to us. If you have an iPhone, go to the podcast app on your phone. If you have an Android phone, Good luck. I have no fucking idea. I I don't use Android. So, you know, but Snowy does and he listens to stuff. Mm-hmm. So so it can be done. I know it can be done. Mm-hmm. But then if you're like, well, why aren't you guys on Spotify? Well, you're in for a treat. Because thanks to the fine folks at the Shining Wizards Network. ShiningWizardsNetwork.com whole host of podcasts, just a, a group of great podcasts and shows. They even host our sister podcast, uh, Radioactive. No, fuck. What do we call it? A wrestling night in Canada. Sorry. <laughs> wrestling night in Canada. I almost said radioactive wrestling. I'm like, no, we don't really do that. Do we? Um, well, that's a good name for a show. Well, I know, but I mean, occasionally we kind of do that because when Ducky and Matt join us and like, it's really radioactive wrestling, it's a radioactive wrestling night in Canada, mm-hmm. uh, which <laughs> I, I like still that. think I, like that. I, I, we, we really, all of us should get our passports, meet in Cambodia 
and just, you know, hang out in Cambodia every night, turn on a microphone and record an episode of our holiday in Cambodia. You know, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see if we can find some local Cambodia wrestling to go see. We'll obviously take in some punk shows, but we'll be ce- celebrating our punk rock roots with the holiday in Cambodia. But I digress because the whole point of this is because of the Shining Wizards Network, we're on Spotify. If you look for the Shining Wizards Network on Spotify, you're going to find us. You're going to find other great shows to listen to. It will entertain you. It will thrill you. It will chill you. It will titillate you, maybe. Ooh. I don't know. Uh, but I just love using the word titillate. Because yes, yes. I, I, no, go ahead. I don't, uh, sorry, I don't think it's any coincidence that the word tit is in titillating. Well, I don't know. <laughs> right? But the first time I heard the word titillate was one of the Kiss home videos. Uh-huh. I, th- I think it was Kiss Exposed where they had this guy dressed up like a butler and said something about being titillated. And I believe from that moment on, I've looked for any time I could use the word. I get that. I get yeah, that. I'm totally titillated right now. But um, yeah, so that's everything. So check us out, follow us, whatever, slap a like, what, whatever the thing is. Honestly, if you're out there listening, we just thank you. And if you enjoy the show, you know, and you're like, I don't care about social media. I don't interact. Like, I'll go out and look at pictures, but I'm not an active person. That is just fine. The best way to let us know that you love this show is to share it with a friend, you know, so we have Mm -hmm. more people listening. Yeah. And also... And this is no joke, but for real, buy some true true call coffee because mm-hmm. we love true call coffee. They are metalheads for metalheads, and if you go out and buy true call coffee, well, that's indirectly supporting the show. Um, and honestly, like we don't take sponsorship money from them. We just love them that much. So, but <laughs> yeah, but but the thing yeah. is, like, you are supporting. A metalhead who's raising a family, it's community, and that will make our day, right? Because because that's at the end of the day, we're just a couple of fans that love music. We love nerdy, you know, horror and comics and all this crazy stuff. And you know, it's just be part of the community. Be be nice to one another, and that's a great way to do it. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Be nice to yourself, but more importantly, be nice to others let's get out on here let's get out of here white wizard really cool trad metal band that i don't want to say their heyday because they're still kind of they're still kind of doing it but i i first discovered white wizard like almost 10 years ago when i was doing the uh the warren music shop we used to get a lot of their stuff and i would crank it in the shop they have a new single witch riders from their soon to be released time to play the fiddler record in the meantime and in between time that's it this has been a black friday episode of radioactive metal i'm snowy white and this is aaron signing off